Welcome to Talking Art Ranting. My name is Alistair Field. And I'm Greg Smith. You've dropped in on our current topic series, The Struggle to Be a Good Manager. And today's episode, Phoning It In. Phoning it in. Up, oh, been there, done that, experienced it. That's the episode right there. I know. <laughs> That's it. That's it. But you know what? It. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one because, you know, when people get tired, especially, we're going to talk about it. But man, oh man, um, people are still pretty exhausted these days. And unfortunately, you can slip into the phone it in stage and not even know it. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. So let's set the stage here. Greg and I have been friends for a long time. We have both been managers or leaders for big chunks of our careers. We have both benefited from other people assisting us in our management development. And in every episode, we're going to discuss a situation where we and others have missed the mark. And we'll start from the perspective of the employee. And we're going to discuss how we have observed others successfully manage these situations. And we're always going to have an underlying theme of a good discussion. Yeah, I think we're going to have a good discussion now that I have the full... Uh the full uh, uh, script, uh, because uh, I've you know folks who are listening know that there are times when Greg doesn't uh, review it ahead of time, but I had some time this afternoon, so eagerly went online to be prepared, and there was only um, the second half was only available to me. So I thought, well, maybe Alistair's sending me a message that I'm always going off track, and so he really wants me to focus on those. Uh, you know these two questions, but uh, no, it was just a uh, it was just a um, distribution error that occurred. So I have now had a chance to review. I like it. I'm uh, ready to go, Alistair. Um, we'll see how this goes. Sorry about that, Greg. I thought I'd sent you the whole thing. I think I sent you page two or page three. Uh, I. I I oh no, it was page three. So well, that's uh, not a helpful page. There's not much on that. There is not much on that. I thought, well, you know, I know you want to get me focused, and you're going to get me focused just on those three questions. You're good now. I'm good, and you know, it doesn't matter if even if you only give me three questions. You know, yeah, it's like herding cats sometimes. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with cats. Meow. We don't want anybody upset <laughs> yeah. with us. Right? This uh, this this episode is sponsored by Biomix. <laughs> So I, uh, I have a prop. I actually looked up the definition of phoning it in. Ah. So uh, if I could just take a moment to read this, I think it'll bring a lot of our comments into uh, focus. I would love that. To phone it in is to do something with low enthusiasm or effort. While the phrase may sound innocuous enough in an age when telecommuting and conference calls are common, it originates from the notion of someone who can't be bothered to show up when expected. Mm, yes, that makes sense. Uh, but it's nice to have a little bit of a more detailed framework because that is, ah, they're phoning it in. You know, it is a, it is a common phrase, but kind of get dive a little bit deeper into what exactly this means. And as you were describing it, I, you know, I could probably see times when I maybe leaned into phoning it in. Not often, but there were times and definitely times when I experienced it. You interact with your manager and you experience all or some of the following. When they provide positive or negative feedback, they use broad strokes with no specifics or context. Any formal evaluation process lacks detail, leaving you with questions on what is working, what isn't, and where you are or what you need to do. Any discussion doesn't include your thoughts, needs, or ideas. In any group meeting or training session, your boss, if they show up, 
don't appreciate the context or set the tone on the importance of the event. So Greg, how important is this subject and how does this affect our relationships and the work environment? Well, you know what? You set the tone, right? And so as a manager, you set the tone. So if you're phoning it in, uh, certainly the number one thing it's going to do is just set the tone that this really isn't that important. And why should I invest any of my time and effort in it? Because obviously my boss doesn't care. Uh, and if they don't care, is anything really going to be done? And it can turn you into all kinds of spinoramas in this kinds of situation because the tone is set. Now, it doesn't mean that it can happen, but boy, oh boy, depending on the influence or depending on the other things that are going on in the in the work environment, this kind of phoning it in behavior can just uh, spiral performance, definitely confidence and uh, lack of enthusiasm. Man, engagement will you normally drop in those situations. You kind of hinted at it earlier. You know, are are is the person tired? Are they uh, just at the limits of everything that they have to do? This takes me back, especially to my kind of policing career, where you know you'd be going for an annual evaluation, which includes a large raise. Mm. And when you reach a certain area, then you can go into specialized training and into special squads and, and units and things like that. I don't know how many times I walked in to see the commander of the station. So not even the commander of my platoon, but the commander of the station walk in. Oh, Alistair, you're doing very well. Okay, great. Checkbox. See you later. Hmm. Now I can appreciate, you know, there could be anywhere from 100 to 450, maybe 500 people in a station. So probably every workday, there's probably two or three people like me that need to be hmm. spoken to. But it's like, well, what did I do well? Is there anything I need to work on? Mm. And like you're in and out in three, four minutes, right? And it's, it's like they didn't like I remember going in for one evaluation and uh the person starts talking about some stuff. And I go, I I that's not me. Mm -hmm. It was my brother. We worked in the same station. They'd mixed up our files. <laughs> so, you know, this phoning it in, I don't know, is it because of workload? Is it because they're not interested? Uh, but you know, when you, when somebody just says, Hey, you did a great job. Well, what does that mean? Like, what did I do? Well, yeah. Are there things I need to work on? Are there things, you know, I, I have, I've developed an aptitude for that, um, you know, I should keep working on and mm -hmm. because they, it's bringing some results. I remember probably the best evaluation I had was a non-evaluation. I'd been in a fraud unit for, uh, as a trainee for five months. So at six months I was leaving. And I was sitting around one day and the, the permanent members of the team were sitting there and they went, uh, listen, Alistair, um, your paperwork's good. Uh, the control deliveries where you acted as a, as a delivery person for some organization, we catch people using credit cards and stuff to fraudulently obtain things. And, uh, you know, it's working out really well. Do you want to come back next year when so-and-so leaves, he's going off somewhere else and there's going to be a spot available. Uh, we like the work that you're doing, and uh, do you want the spot? Mm. I went, yeah, I want the spot. Mm -hmm. And nine months later, I, I went back to the team as a permanent member of the team. And it wasn't even a formal evaluation. It wasn't even a supervisor mm -hmm. talking to me. It's just the rest of the crew. And and they knew more about me than anybody else I worked for. Mm -hmm. And you know that conversation meant something because there was context to it. They could give me specific examples of what they appreciated. 
And it was good. It was a good exchange, and I got a job out of it. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know what? This this phoning in idea, I mean, we've talked about this on other episodes, that in today's environment, uh, there is still a talent shortage, although that's changing a bit with the layoffs that are being announced and that type of thing. But still, there's this thing called uh, presenteeism, which we've talked mm. about in the past, where people show up, but they're not there. And we've also talked about that the keys – to today's work culture is that people feel known, people feel valued, and people can connect what they do to impacting the bigger picture in the universe, in the organization. If you're phoning it in, uh, it's the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. It says, I don't really care who you are. I don't really want to know who you are. I don't value you because when you ask me questions, I'm going to say whatever. I'm not going to give any of my guidance or feedback. That's what uh, phoning in looks like. And I'm certainly not going to connect anything to uh, a bigger picture because, frankly, as a phone it in manager, I don't uh, I don't see any connections. And, frankly, I don't care about any connections. Uh, that's at the worst scenario. As you say, there's many reasons why people phone it in. But when, if you say the worst phone it in leader is one that doesn't care to know, uh, doesn't value either the organization or the people that are working in there, and then also doesn't connect anything to impact because, frankly, they don't care. And uh, uh, most people might get in a rut, I think, about this. But um, and then then the resulting impact is. Basic feedback that is not good, and we're going to talk about some of that. And that example that you just shared, where the person just checked the box and said "good," that doesn't that does the opposite. It says I don't. It tells me I don't really. They don't really know me. It tells me that they don't really value me, and and really doesn't help me say what am I doing right, what am I doing wrong. So that's that is a beautiful example of of a very negative and uh, phoned in kind of uh, approach. What I find. What I find is phoning it in is also contagious. So for a period of mm. years, uh, I reported to a series of people whom uh, they always phoned it in. Like I would show up for my meeting. They're not there. Or if they were there, it was very brief. I have to go somewhere else. Mm. Or there's one time I went in for my annual evaluation. I said, oh, it's right there. Just read it and sign it and see you later. And they mm. went off to do something else. And, and what that actually I found created in a group of people that I, I worked with at my level, was the bosses aren't connected to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no meaningful discussion. Mm-hmm. And and so my expectations changed, and I found I was phoning it in in those interchanges as mm-hmm. well, that I was, okay, I'm, I don't expect anything out of this right. conversation. Right. I don't expect anything out of this uh, process. Yep. And I'm going to, uh, of course, always paper myself well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I had no expectations, which meant that I wasn't going into these things, that even if there was a discussion, chances are I was going to phone it in as well. Yeah, and you, I, I really think that's important because, I mean, if you've experienced it, you know, it it if you experience that that feeling of not being valued, known, and, and impacted, like I, they don't care about me, you can't help but leave with that heaviness or maybe frustration or whatever that emotion is. I mean, key is learning to uh, 
reflect it and let it go. But most of us can't do that. So then, then you drop. You, it's like you wander down the the hallway, and then you drop off that negativity at the next person, and so it just ripples out. So yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So let's get down to uh, some things the manager can do to assist in this situation. If you're going to talk into something, ensure that you have specifics along with concrete ideas on what's next. An information dump isn't enough. I agree. There's something I was just doing a training session last week, and it was around uh, giving feedback. And one of the key criteria of giving great feedback is to be specific and timely. And so, you know, you think about that, uh, always more specific is better because it gives details to your point going forward. And then timely, the speed of which you give that feedback is also really important. So the ideal is actually to give more timely, more specific feedback, but even negative feedback or constructive feedback or, or positive feedback. You know, sometimes feedback, that detail is so important because negative, you want to be clear about what's going wrong for that person to be able to straighten around or, or, or move in a different pathway or learn what they need to learn. But also positive. Good job. Well, that's not, not very helpful. It isn't helpful. Yeah, yeah. Specifically, you know, when you did this. It's just a template um, comment. Yeah, and it's not that hard to say when you did this. This is what I saw. This is the impact that I know it, know it had. I'm not sure if you saw that. And here's what I'd encourage you to continue to do in moving forward. You know, like really specific is helpful. Invest in any evaluation process. Provide specifics and have a good back and forth discussion, even if it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So even those, even though those constructive aspects of it, you know, there's a study that I saw recently that... Um, what 93% of people want to be held accountable and want greater accountability and support in an environment. And 63% are afraid to do it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which is really interesting. They're uncomfortable doing it, but this is like pushing into, um, uh, especially when you're showing up, you're, you're taking time with the person whom you're working with as a manager. And in this case, evaluation process, leaning into both the good and the opportunities, the strengths and the opportunities is so important. And yeah, it's uncomfortable, but it's a lot more uncomfortable later on if you haven't given clarity and something bigger happens or or they leave because they're frustrated without any lack of feedback. I was listening to a podcast uh, last week sometime and uh, they had an expert on talking about uh, feedback, evaluations, conversations. And one of the things she suggested, and I thought it was interesting. I've never been in that environment, but going, Greg, um, we're going to do an evaluation. I have some things in mind. What are you looking for from this evaluation? Mm -hmm. What kind of information are you going to, would you like to hear from me? Yeah. Wow. And I went, wow. Not only does the person doing the evaluation have a say, but that the person sitting on the other side of the desk goes, yeah, this is, these are some things that I'm concerned about that I, I need to, you know, I'd like to hear about. And, and so that you have this full picture. It isn't just one person doing uh, an information dump. Mm-hmm. And you, you get this conversation going back and forth. You know, that the idea that the person being evaluated has expectations in this about what's covered I as agree. well is a really, it was a, a concept I went, wow, I like that. Well, and actually, you know, even if you're, say, say you're phoning in because you're really tired and maybe you even haven't done as much preparation as you'd like, uh, starting off with that question and saying, hey, 
this is an important part. We're if it's an evaluation, we're going to spend time with you together on your performance. But what do you want to get out of this? What's the most important thing you can get? That actually gives you space to really focus on what that person needs in this moment, which again gets back to that. Because every person's different. Right. Gets back to that knowing, valuing. Even impact. if you do the same thing. Yeah, I agree 100%. So it actually makes it easier because it's less about you having to to plan and think and uh, versus responding, which is which is important. Ensure any discussions include what other people think. Yeah. which is just a carry on from what we yeah, were just talking exactly. about. Your attendance at any event or training session should mean something. Live the importance of it and be a model for what is going on. I've been at training uh, sessions or discussions and stuff and, you know, a boss will show up and they sit off in the corner and they're playing with their phone or they're obviously yeah. engrossed yeah. in some thought. And that sets the tone for what's going on. I don't I don't necessarily want the boss to take over, mm-hmm. but I certainly want them to model what we're what we should be doing yeah, in, that, yeah. in that discussion or training. And it clearly sends the message of what's valued and what's not valued. Exactly. And you know what? Sometimes the day is tough. You may have come from something really rough. Uh, and we've talked to this on other podcasts. Sometimes you just got to say, hey, folks, um, I wanted to make sure I'm here because it's really important. But I, but I wanted to let, also let you know we've got a couple of hot fires going on and I'm going to be a little distracted. So just wanted to let you know I may be on my phone a little bit, um, but it's not that it, I don't think this is important. It's just that I've got some critical issues that I need to deal with. Once it's done, I'm going to put my phone down. Uh, just providing context and reinforcing the value of the meeting, it would be better to not be there and to show up in that way. Maybe, but but I think again, if you if you declare, hey, this is important and I wanted to be here and I'm distracted right now, and here's what I'm going to do, and here's how I'm going to support and and try to be present in this moment. You know, I might have to st- I have to step out for ten minutes. And I'm going to finish this off and then I'm going to be here present. So that's probably even a better solution. But declare it because people don't know. They just assume. And if you're on your phone and you're distracted, they're going to, the, the assumption will be this is, isn't really that important and they don't value this. I've seen a boss hand their phone over to their executive assistant and just say, listen, I'm good here. Uh, just come and get me, please. If Greg calls people's we're supposed to sign the deal at some point mm-hmm. today. So here's my phone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with specific instructions on when to to interrupt. Yeah, I agree. Be careful about only firing off comments in whatever format. Uh, going back to my policing days, somebody would go, Alistair, get your act together. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and often it was a style thing because I wasn't like, there's a whole bunch of us that weren't like the normal recruits. Like Mm -hmm. we'd all come from different places, Mm -hmm. but like, what does that mean? So whether it's an email or, you know, what I'm drawn back to is some comments, somebody would say something and it's like, you know, what are you talking about? Like be specific. And guess what? (laughs) In one occasion, I, it was a a colleague. And so I asked a couple of questions. I went, I'm not doing that. I don't know what's in your mind, but I don't, like it, it wasn't anything illegal. It's just an approach. I, said, mm. I don't need to act that way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, this, you know, people walk around just firing off comments or emails or whatever 
people do depending on what work environment. It's not helpful. I don't find it helpful. Yeah. And, and we've talked again about this on other podcasts, other episodes is the importance of knowing where you're at right now. And, and specifically, I'm talking about energy and, and emotions and where I'm at. The more we become aware of where we're at, because for me, this one in particular, um, uh, firing off comments, uh, emails or whatever it is, when my energy is high yeah. and high could be exciting because mm-hmm. man, I have been clicking baby. I'm, I'm boom, 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 boom. And I don't think through what the impact of that is going to be sometimes. So sometimes it's not with a bad intention. So it's not that I'm not phoning it in. You're just being efficient. I'm being efficient. Right, right, right. But equally when I'm low, when my energy is low and I feel like phoning it in, I got to be equally cautious about what I send at those times because I can be either reactive or nonspecific or or I just I might not re- respond at all. So I mean, I think it's know your energy and know your headspace, your mindset, where you're at. Um, and if it's high or low, boy oh boy, pause and and don't send something. It's better not to send something than send something. Well, as well, the cadence of this stuff. If you're putting this stuff out all the time Mm -hmm. it just becomes noise Mm -hmm. now we all have different personalities i totally get that but you know i've worked in professional environments where it's like all the time and it's Mm -hmm. like whoa can we just pick a day or Mm. you know like um have you picked you know have you thought of this have you thought of that i've had somebody come in the room like 12 times in 15 minutes it's like oh my goodness i'm gonna lock the door in a second like whoa relax man like how about I just give you a draft and you just mark it up later? You're you're throwing me off what I'm doing. Like I'm a momentum guy. Like I just like to go. Yeah, like, yeah I just yeah. work. And if I get, keep getting interrupted, especially if it's process driven or I'm writing or you know whatever it is, like if I'm writing a search warrant for three weeks, don't talk to me. Yeah, and it's interesting you know? because you know even the the idea of phoning it in in those folks that are sending a lot of emails. Um, that could be just, you know, uh, I'm not thinking about those emails. I'm just sending them in and on and on. Yep. But even when people are, you know, they would be the opposite of phony and people are just fully engaged and get really excited about stuff, that can still have that negative impact to your point. If and too it is much a phoning it in as well. If, if all you're doing is regurgitating a bunch right, of stuff. Right, that is true. You're not setting down for a good not, conversation yeah. and, and making sure, like, because it's always about the other person as well. Like, Greg, I've, I've got a bunch of things. Is this a good time to talk? Can we yep. talk? Uh, and then we have that discussion, right? So I agree hundred percent. I'm going to put the next two together and I'm going to be very thankful for a couple of people in my past. People are watching you to set the tone and what do you want the workplace to look and feel like? There are two gentlemen who were, uh, one was a platoon commander. So he was in charge of a platoon and the other was a, a, a commander of a unit. These two people, uh, I wasn't especially close to. But these two gentlemen set the tone uh, and knew exactly what they wanted the workplace to feel like, to function like. And to this day, I actually still talk to them Hmm. on social media occasionally. Uh, I wasn't particularly close to them, but I really appreciated the value that they put on the workplace. And it didn't mean that they didn't have to deal with serious problems or anything like that, but just the way that they approached me and in both situations, one, I was very junior one, I was senior, but 
we were a junior group of people, so mm. I really wasn't senior. To this day, I still look back at the way that they took care of business, the way they talked to people, the way they dealt with critical incidents, and I went, they never phoned it in. When they had a conversation with you, it was well thought out. They asked for your input, and they appreciated the conversation. And, you know, if it was something harsh, they're going to, like, if they had to say to you, they said it. But often it was very complimentary. It was a very well-rounded approach, and you meant something in the mm. process. Well, and you know what? Um, there are times when we all feel like phoning it in, uh, you know, for a whole bunch of reasons. It might even be stuff that happens outside versus in the work itself. But leaders like you just described, those folks, again, are aware of where is my mindset now? What is the space that I'm entering it? How should I show up in this space? And it's not about being fake, but it's about knowing the ripple effect that you can create. And you can make different choices. We've talked about this. Humans are the only mammal that can make choice, that they have the ability to pause and to say, what do I need to do in this moment to show up? And the problem is most of us forget to pause. And especially when we're in a uh, phone it in perspective, we will show up in that in that way that, that sends the negative ripples going forward. So uh, that leader that you're talking about, we have the choice, and and if you're if you can't get it up to speed, then let people know that you're in a crunchy mood and you just got to step out for a bit to come in or whatever's going on. Declare it, don't share it. So uh, declare it at repair it, don't share it. How's that for a little uh, little little rhyme? I think it should go on the t-shirt. Right, <laughs> sounds good. It's interesting because. When you're in a good situation, you just know you are. Mm. It feels a certain way. Mm -hmm. And when you're not in a good situation, you feel that as well. It's mm -hmm. too, like if you've ever got swung the, the pendulum very quickly, yeah. you can tell the difference, yeah. right? And and my, my problem, and I, I talked about it earlier, is that if I'm not in a situation, if I'm in a situation where people are just phoning it in, yeah, then it, be, it, it just becomes noise to me. And, yeah. and I begin to phone it in. Yeah, and uh, that's probably one of the things I have to look out for as well, which is kind of good because now we're kind of transitioning to the employee side of things, right? Well, what's really interesting is this morning I was I was at a partners meeting and I was talking about we we're talking about things that we're learning, things that we're grateful for, and one of the things I said I was grateful for where there's a, a pathway right by my house, and I had a chance to go for a walk this morning to start the day across this way, across the way, yeah, yep. and it was just it was it was good. And, and uh, I was thinking about gratefulness and that type of thing, but I was recognizing that there's a couple things going on right now that's making me grumpy. Um, there's a couple things, and I'm a pretty positive guy, right? You can't see it. I've got a very concerned look on my face. Yes, yeah. And it's just um, there's a couple of choices that some individuals have made that are really making me crunchy. Mm -hmm. And what I'm recognizing is that um, I, I, one, I can't control these situations, um, but it's, it's rippling over everything that I'm thinking about. So this weekend, there were two or three times when things that I normally would just let go, I didn't let go. And things that I have. Were you grumpy? Yeah. Okay. I have a, I have a more negative opinion on things. And what I'm recognizing is that, you know, and I'm pretty self-aware. I do a lot of work in this space and it's so easy to slip into, um, a mindset 
that I was just phoning it in and I was phoning in negative stuff. So what, what are you, so phoning in could be, I'm not giving any data, but phoning in could be, I'm, I'm on a rant every time I call in or I just am kind of grumpy and going, that's all people are hearing from you. That's all people. So really it's just what, what's happening automatically, um, that is, that is hindering my relationships and the things around. And I just got to think about that thing. And how do I flick the, flip the switch to show up in a more positive, effective way? And walking through the forest this morning, it was like this big aha that I said, oh, wow, this is really dragging me and other people down. I'm going to let go of this. And part of it was the new buds on the trees. It was like it's like a fresh start kind of thing. Fresh smells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, that's a, a long uh, um, uh uh, discovery of what happened to Greg this morning, but it is about how I was recognizing. And, you know, even on the weekend, I knew I was showing up in a certain way. I knew I was phoning in my connections, my conversations, but it's so hard when you're in the rut. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you can make the choice. So, well, I'm glad we're part of your therapy here. Thank that's you. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. And, and one of the reasons why we, uh, that I wrote this episode this weekend is that. We've said this term a couple times in the mm-hmm. last three or four weeks, and I, I can't remember which sessions it came up in. I think uh, Michael may have mentioned phoning it in, and it's come up a couple times. So that, that kind of stuck in my head. I went, you know, this is something I've heard a couple times. I, I listen to every episode probably five to ten times after we've published it just mm-hmm. to um, for quality control for me. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, I kept hearing this term. And I went, okay, we got to write about it. And now I know that there's a reason why I wrote it yesterday. That's right. It was for you. It probably was. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we all... You're welcome. We all do it. And, it, you know, I'm yeah. thinking about as a manager, it's about how do we phone in our relationships? How do we phone in our connections with each other? Um, how do we so not bu- do and that? And we're so busy, right? Oh, we're so yeah. busy. And your, your point that you can slide into this really quickly, I don't... There's been hardly anybody I've ever worked for that I don't like. Yeah. Like I like most people. Yeah. Uh, I like to have conversations and I like to create a nice base for a relationship most of the time. And then I find it things just, the conversations are better after that. But I, I do think we just slip into this sometimes. Mm. And, and as a manager or as a supervisor, like I've, I've sat there going, I've got to do 28 evaluations. Mm-hmm. Like I was on a platoon with 35 people. And there's two sergeants that were doing evaluations and every person has to have two evaluations. Mm-hmm. So you're doing 35 evaluations. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, you're templating, you're doing, you're, you're figuring out easy ways to do things and say things, but it's losing its point. It's mm-hmm. just becoming noise. I agree. So as an employee, what can we do to assist the situation? Get ready for any discussion, be clear about what is going on and prepare any questions, thoughts, or suggestions. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, we all have an opportunity in every interaction to make a difference or contribute something to make the Make some impact. Right. And you know what? Uh, it might not be listened to. It might not um, be But you taken showed up, up. But you showed but up. But you showed up. And you never know when it's going to be the thing that opens the gate. And often, you know, it's me having the courage to say something that will maybe not be the final thing to open the gate, but it opens something else, it opens something else, it opens something else, and that that sparks the the solution that the organization or the group's looking for. 
and ask good questions to ensure the discussion is one that needs to take place. And this is scary and it isn't, we don't always feel that we're able to do it, but don't let this situation pass if you're in a good spot. Mm -hmm. If you think you, you can do something to contribute to, to the relationship or what you're doing or what, you know, you and a group of people are doing, then, then step up if you can. If you're in that situation where you can, then do so. Yeah. And sometimes it's being that courageous point. I was in a meeting this morning where the group kind of got off track on something and I said, you're the one that pulled them back. I am the one that pulled them back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I said, uh, so is there a immediate next action that we can, uh, capture, uh, to move ahead on this one? And the room kind of stopped and they recognized that we were kind of go down a little bit of a trail spinning and said, yeah, that's great. So I think what I heard was you're going to do this. You're going to do that. Right. That sounds good. Good. Let's go on to the next topic. And it was just good helpful. for you. Well, wow. Yeah, look at that, me, eh? Wow. Wow. I don't know what happened this weekend. Jeez. Oh, that's good. And the next point is show up. We've already talked about it. Really important that you show up. And you know what? Even if the exchange or whatever it is, is negative, at least you showed up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, sometimes we can get into a psychological hole and we just resign ourselves to the fact that this isn't going to happen mm -hmm. or it's just not going to be a good thing, whatever it is. And uh, that's also not a good place to be. Yeah, I agree 100%. And sometimes you must sit there and hear difficult things. Sometimes you must sit there and hear great things. People have problems with both of those sometimes. Have, mm -hmm. you, have you ever worked, had somebody working for you where you're trying to give them praise and is like the most uncomfortable thing? I would have felt more comfortable yelling at them. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's true. It's true. And helping them actually see, acknowledge, and and take it is a good growth point for folks like that. Because um, we all have our different things. And some people don't want to listen to any negativity or any development areas, and some don't want to hear the positive. So, yeah, really hold the space for whatever it is and and help them hear. Phoning it in about good stuff happens as well. Mm -hmm. Often we miss those opportunities. Mm -hmm. And if it does happen, sometimes it comes across fake. Mm. Uh, and I think this is something that needs as much skill as, as phoning in, talking about difficult things. Mm -hmm. You can affect how people deal with you and what your environment looks like and feels like. There is no magic cure to any situation, but you can be part of a, a process over time to make something good. And I've been on some teams where there's been, where I've come in as the boss and there's been an immediate good effect. There's other teams where it's been hard. It's taken a long time for feel, people to feel comfortable. Maybe things happened. I don't know. But uh, one team, I think it took three days. The other mm. team, it was probably over a year before I felt that we were getting somewhere and mm. that the discussions were good and, you know, people were kind of siloed and there'd been some bad blood, not, mm -hmm. not just between them and the manager, but between different groups on the team. It took a long time and it meant that every time I had a, interaction with people especially if it was a group of people i had to be like mm -hmm. right in there no, i agree what do you want the workplace to look and feel like great question yeah and each of us has a chance to do that you know there's uh we all have a chance to impact what's around us you know no matter what and uh you may have limited control you might have limited influence but you have some and um I, it is amazing. I have seen organizations transform by little pockets mm -hmm. in the organization where someone has chosen 
to want to create a space that is uh, uh, in, engaging, um, interesting, and they start by doing it in their little circle. And their little circle ripples. And then it's like the other example we had of when the phoning in dribbles out through the organization. Well, guess what? The opposite can occur too. And it can occur upwards. And sometimes it's about just being aware. If you, if you see your boss is, feels like he's, he or she is, uh, is phoning it in, maybe saying, Hey, Alistair, you seem a little distant today. Mm. Everything okay? Or you seem a little churny today. Everything okay? Um, you know what? Managers want to be seen. Mm. Managers want to be known. Managers want to feel like they're making an impact. They like uh, to be affirmed as well. Right. And so uh, each of us has an opportunity to decide what we want this workplace to look, look like and uh, to step into it and create those ripples. I like the idea that as a worker, we can uh, affect uh, a good movement pod by pod. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've worked you know, in the paramilitary kind of world and in the regulatory world. You basically worked in small teams, like one, two, three, four, four people, sometimes larger, but mm -hmm. quite often that was your environment. Mm -hmm. Yes, you had interaction with the wider group and with management and stuff. But you could be sitting in one pod and, and just be having a good s scenario. But you know the pod next to you is really struggling with their relationships mm -hmm. and, and focus and, and how they're relating to everybody else. And I like the idea that, you know, bit by bit, an organization can create a better place. Yeah, I was coaching someone a, a few weeks ago. And um, one of their gifts was to to be able to shift space and uh, they were talking about, I, actually, I was doing a, uh, a 360, uh, and one of the persons that I was doing a 360 on them said, you know what, uh, before this person came in, I was very negative about this project, and I wasn't looking forward to doing anything. And this person, by their energy that they showed up, the opposite of phoning it in, uh, they showed up with curiosity, they showed up with uh, uh, positive energy, um, and this person said, you know what? I was doing everything to be, uh, to hinder this thing, uh, <laughs> uh, even pre-planning and getting in there. Sabotage. But they said within one meeting, things started to crack and I saw the possibilities. And so this person had been a phoner in her mm -hmm. and just by that ripple at impact, that openness, that willingness, that, that curiosity, um, this person shifted in the moment. And the project was amazingly successful uh, because from the very beginning, there was this uh, sense of possibility versus a uh, sense of uh, nothing that, that was originally the, uh, the feeling. I just find that so powerful that at the dawn of any new situation mm. that you can lose or gain it mm -hmm. in, in just, you know, one meeting, mm -hmm. uh, which... You know, I think back at my experience and there were some times where that worked out well and there's times when, when I dropped the ball on that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that makes me think a lot. Mm -hmm. It makes me think a lot about, you know, the, the years and years that I've been doing various things and, and how important 
the initial meeting, you know, when there's been a change in leadership or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like you, you, like I end up coming in and like, I don't know what happened before. Mm-hmm. I imagine something happened before because mm-hmm. I'm now here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I remember going down an elevator and somebody was cut, getting off the elevator elevator and they go, oh, it's you. So I get in the elevator, go down. I guess who's in charge now? All right. So that the handoff took place before I even got to See. my boss's boss's See. office. So, so funny. Uh, it is funny, but, but just the responsibility, uh, like there's a lot of responsibility as a member of the team of the squad of the section or whatever you're called to show up and stuff, but just the, the responsibility of a supervisor or leader or whatever you are in that, especially in those early days, whenever, you know, when you, ever you come into the picture, how important it is for you to be honest, Mm -hmm. straightforward Mm -hmm. in the moment, Mm -hmm. not too much full of yourself, Mm -hmm. but with confidence at the same time Mm -hmm. that you really have a short period of time to show people Mm -hmm. who you are and that you're here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree hundred percent. Wrap up. I think that's my wrap up. Yeah, but do you yeah. have a wrap up? I'm not going to say anything I, further because I'm never going to say anything better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my wrap up is just you know, um, we all have experienced and will experience moments when our energy is low or maybe stressful high that we feel that the only thing we can do is just phone it in, and that is an untruth because you always have a chance to create the space to pause and say, how do I want to show up? Um, and phoning it in, you can phone it in with energy. You can, uh, which is a new definition of, of, of uh, in this remote world, maybe, but we there all, is a remote aspect that, to this, right? That's right. We all have a choice of how we show up. And it is about, again, knowing yourself, uh, knowing where you're at, knowing what situation you're moving into and what is going to create the spark? What is going to create the energy? What's going to create the possibilities in this moment? Uh, I I, uh, I believe that we just need to continually create that self awareness and and recognize that we have that choice. And the more we make that choice, the more we'll experience the positiveness of actually showing up uh, and investing in the conversation versus just phoning it in the, the positive ripple effect of pausing and choosing to take a different way, um, always has a upward ripple effect to you personally and to everybody around you. So it's a win-win for you by, by just showing up and phoning it in and being negative, it it's just going to build on that heaviness, that that habit that I talked about that I was experiencing this morning and over the weekend. It just builds. It's like calluses that are building up on my eyes on how I approach things. Pausing and making different choices uh, can start to release those calluses that they can you can actually see more positive. So I I just think it's it's in your hands. Make a make a different choice. And you model something. I'm talking about two people, one of whom I haven't worked for in 22 years mm-hmm. and the other person I haven't worked for in 31 mm-hmm. years. And I'm still looking back at the way that they did things, the way that they approached situations, the way that they talked to people. And they, they weren't, they weren't self, you know, soft ice cream people, right? I mean, yeah. these were, you know, we were dealing with difficult situations, but these people, I'm still thinking about the way that they handled situations. And one of them, I haven't worked for them 
in 31 yeah, years. Like, so when you when you do yeah. this right, when you try to do it right, because let's face it, we all make mistakes. Mm. When you try to do it well, it makes an impression on I other agree. people. 100%. So, listen, folks, we hope that some of what we have spoken about you find helpful. We hope we didn't say anything that you found offensive or made you angry, but uh, Greg, I think your philosophy is required today. Yes, we always end the podcast with a uh, great philosophy insight that was provided by one of my first coaches, and she said in our coaching sessions, Greg, there are there are things that we're going to talk about that are going to make you feel crunchy. Um, Ooh, you're crunchy this weekend. Yeah, I was, and there are other things that are going to make you feel joyful, and you know that both are indicators both are opportunities for growth so when you feel crunchy thinking about hmm why am i crunchy what can i learn from this moment what's it trying to discover that self-awareness and then of course joy when you're making traction that's always a positive thing that can create momentum so we hope in these podcasts that we create a little crunch and we create a little joy and with both of them you reflect and see what there's in there for you to help you become a better leader a better contributor to your team Awesome. Uh, check in. Sure. 29 countries hmm. have signed on to the program at one time or not. Nice. Uh, yeah. And I don't think I've said this country before. Uh, they just kind of showed up more recently, but Spain. Ah. I don't have a city. It just came up as a country, which nice. sometimes happen. But uh, Spain, whoever you are. Um, Española. Yeah, there you go. Um, welcome to the club. So I'm not sure where they are in Spain. But uh, I got to say the top six or seven countries are just huge. And then we have, you know, all these other countries where uh, I think Auckland downloaded four yesterday. You know, there, there's people uh, that seem to be taking in a lot of information from us. And I, I just think that's great. I'm, 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 it's quite obvious that, you know, these are not unique experiences that what we're experiencing, other people experience yeah. as well. And, and we've said it before, but we're not experts. We're just talking about our experience. Uh, and the question always is, who are you talking mm. about what's going on uh, with you and with your experience? Because there's nothing better than chatting to somebody else. Because if you're sitting there by yourself trying to figure this thing out and getting siloed, uh, you know, your 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 brain prints another uh, story. Yeah. And it's much better to sit there and just talk to somebody else. You don't need to be experts in it. You just need to have a conversation and share your experiences, especially if somebody's very different than you are, which is why I appreciate it appreciate our conversation because you and I are very different people. We There's a bunch of things that were very similar, like where we live and and things like that. But, um, you know, we're of a certain age, but I appreciate your point of view on things. And I know you appreciate my point of view as well. So folks, um, we're not experts, but we do have a good conversation. So my question again, who are you having a, a good, healthy conversation mm-hmm. with? You good? I'm good. Wow. Okay. People matter. Take the time with the people you work with. They are an important part of your job, your success, or your failure. Talk to you next time. Take care.